This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. What's upset you now? Do you sleep in the same bed as your partners? I can't sleep in the same bed as Lucy anymore. She sleeps with her eyes open, like a little bit open. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> like something out of a western. It is. She looks dead. Matchstick hanging out of the left hand <laughs> corner of my mouth. <laughs> I've had to film her doing it to show her. Her eyes are sort of moving about and they're very slightly open. It's freaky to look at, but more than anything, I mean, she's very light sensitive. Oh, man. So she can't have... I thought when we got together, I thought she was taking the piss. Oh, man. If the, so the bedroom door can be closed and the landing and then the bathroom door. And if I leave the bathroom light on, she can't sleep. It's two doors away. And I honestly thought she was taking the piss. And now I just come to realise she it's ridiculous. She can't sleep. She will never sleep anywhere, ever. I'm 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 with I'm with Lucy about light. Yeah, light. We're meant to sleep at night, dark. But not like pitch dark. Like surely. But that level of light sensitivity. Uh, my wife is exactly the same. The the downstairs, like the kitchen light where I'm sat now, will be on, and up in the bedroom. She's like, have you turned the lights off downstairs? I'm like, I do. I can see. I'm like, how the. <laughs> <fuck> can you, <see laughs> <that?"> you can't. Because <laughs> sometimes I and I'll tell you, how I know it's bullshit. Because sometimes you'll fall asleep in the car at like two in the afternoon. So, like, you can do it. <laughs> if the will is there, the desire not to have to listen to me in the car. That's what that is. I can't stand. He's going to start the middle lane thing again. And so I'll just shut down. But somehow in the middle of the night, we have to barricade ourselves into our bedroom. Like, you know, in a zombie movie when they find the house and they're, like, ripping doors off and hammering them across every... That's how we go to bed. You know, it's better than a house alarm because if a burglar gets in, they're not going to be able to get in here anyway. We've built a panic room. What are your requirements? Just to be tired. That's all mine is. I go to bed really? when I'm tired, which is like midnight. Uh, you know, she got to bed. That's the other thing. She got to bed at like half nine. She said, oh, I'm tired, so I'm going to bed. 
You oh, cannot be. I started doing that in lockdown. And no, oh. my God. That was an absolute game changer for me. And I'd, I'd never, I have to say, I'd never seen the appeal. And then come mid-lockdown, I was like a pensioner, man. I was in bed at nine. <laughs> I'd put a film on, I'd be asleep within 10 minutes, getting up at six. Absolutely incredible. She does that and she goes like, within three seconds so she so start to yes! nod off and if she senses oh it's my time she will literally leave without saying a word she will get up off yes! the couch and run to the bedroom because if she starts to wake back up again that's it for another hour or two yeah i can tell when my wife's about to go to sleep her leg starts twitching <laughs> what yeah like her leg will start twitching when she when she's just falling asleep what do you mean and that happens quickly yeah, like a right leg will start sort of. <laughs> what are you doing? That's to her it? body saying it's not bedtime yet. Her body saying, "No, no, let's run, let's walk, go somewhere." There's a pub still open. <laughs> that is her body telling me to get the fuck away from her. I think that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not involuntary, is it? That's just something she's learned. I can get away with kicking him at ten pm. <laughs> And when she wakes up, her elbow comes right out really hard into my cheek. And that's how I know she's waking up. You could, you know you should just get Lucy an uh, uh, eye mask. I wear she's an got eye one. mask. She's got one. What? And it, she can still see light through the... I, I just oh. said to her today, can you just get... Because she was saying, oh, I need to get... We've got blackout curtains. And at the moment, I have hammered another set of curtains into the window frame. <laughs> And we're now getting mould in the windows because you can't open the curtains in the morning. She lives like someone depressed. It's just in constant darkness. So I said, look, I need to. I, I don't know if it's clear from my work. I tend that way anyway. So I'm like, if I don't get up and open the curtains, you've lost me for the day. That's it. I'm depressed. So I need to get up and be able to open the curtains. So can you just buy a better eye mask? Because this ludicrous system of there's two layers of curtains and then the curtains and she'll still see and we have a daughter who is the opposite who if it's too dark screams for me in the middle of the night because it's too dark so how we are gonna compute this system where one can't sleep in the dark and one can't sleep with even if a neighbor goes for a piss and puts their bathroom light on she wakes up drives me insane do you need your sleep do you need your sleep? I'm all right. I need. I'd like really? a good a good five hours is all right for me because I oh, think no. I'm, yeah, what? I think I'm still sort of on gig time. You finish a gig. I'm used to like finishing a gig, going and eating a full meal like pizza and chips, watching a film. My body clock oh, has remained when I lived do in you Swindon. Have pizza and I don't now, but my body still thinks that's the game. Because that was, in a way, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was morbidly depressed. I used to cry in the bathroom a lot. <laughs> but on some level, that was the happiest I've ever been. In terms of, like, I just do what I want. I do a gig, I get in, I eat a full meal of crap, I drink a full bottle of wine, I watch a horror film, I go to bed at three, and I wake up at, like, nine, ten. And now I still have that late instinct... More the combination of pizza and chips together. I've just never got. Oh, I've, nev- I've just never got that. Oh, uh, it's the best. No. You need the the mushy potato. It's it's almost like a mashed potato pizza in your mouth. Don't bring your positivity on here. What pisses you <laughs> off? The reason she sleeps in the car because I told you I was doing this this morning, and she said you were very angry the other day in the car. <laughs> and I think this is why she goes to sleep. Just. And I know you don't drive, Sean. 
if you want to Learning. measure the are you I, I booked one of those crash course wait you know you've got to do, do you it know in a week it's supposed to take two weeks you started this crash course about three years ago <laughs> yeah. no, no, I don't know no, 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 no. you've been missold Lucy keeps calling it she's doing the same thing and she keeps calling it a crash course I feel it's a fundamental <laughs> error to call it that <laughs> I'm stuck on it like a speed course or a quick course. I'm doing one of those quick, like, run over a granite at a bus stop courses. <laughs> it is a weird name, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I thought, what... Like, how quickly does it take you to get annoyed in a day? that like, You can't have been awake for a long amount of time before oh. you've snapped. The, well, the thing is, you can't snap anymore because we've been together so long... It's just like, oh, fucking that thing again, is it? Okay, fine. We have a coffee machine that was bought for us as a gift, one of those posh capsule ones. She will have a coffee every morning when she wakes up because she's tired because she hasn't slept, even though she's been in bed for 38 hours. But we won't go into it. But she wakes up tired, so she has one of these coffees. What that means is that we're then going to have a conversation all day about how that coffee was too strong and now she's wired and she'll still feel that coffee when she goes to bed and the coffee gives her tummy trouble. That's the start of our day. But all you've got to do is you put the fucking thing in, you pull the handle down, press the button, the coffee comes out, you lift the handle back up. That is what releases the old capsule into the little carrier so that then I can put it in the food composter because they're they're the wanky Instagram ones that don't have any plastic in them. She never lifts the handle. So I come down straight away, and what that means is the spent capsule is still in there, and it's wet and it's damp, and it's making the inside of the coffee machine claggy and damp and smelly. And then when I lift it, it's stuck because it's got damp in there and I have to put my finger in. And that is, that's like 7.15 in the morning and already like... Do I say it? Because I've said it 408 times. So do we go for 409 or do we just accept the decision we've made? Oh, look, there's the milk. There's the milk still out because she hasn't put the milk back in the fridge. That's that's 7.15. Here's one. I want you two to settle settle it for me. Someone I know, uh, I mean, he hasn't told me this, but his hearing is not very good. So when I'm talking to him, he has to lean into my face and turn his head sideways and just present his ear into my face. His ear, his disgusting <laughs> ear, into my face. Like, he's not, he doesn't, and he's not said, oh, sorry, I'm, my hearing's not great. He's just, just lord, like, lunges his ear into my, and I think it's disgusting. And I was saying to Grace, like, I, this needs to be a thing. We need to let people know that this isn't okay to just lean your ear in my face. Is that fair? I think it's not, it's not, I would say Look, it's disgusting. he's not got this... the best end of the deal. Like, probably one of the reasons he can't hear is he's just got all your spit in his ear. <laughs> bits of food you're firing into his ear when you're talking. But the alternative is worse, and this is nothing me and Lucy have, not hearing someone. And you can tell when you're talking to someone who is not listening, and you think, oh, yeah. oh you're just okay with this. I'm going to get to the end of my bit, and then you're just going to say something else. So you know I'm wasting my time now. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have referred to it as a bit, but I sort of live on stage. <laughs> See, I think I am oh. I, I'm a master of the art of listening while looking like I'm not listening. 
And yeah. my wife is a master of the art of looking like she's listening when not listening. <laughs> yeah. So like, she'll go, what did I just say? And then I'll repeat verbatim what she's just said. And then she'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll go, so do you think we should do that? She goes, do you think we should do what? <laughs> but do you get this? Lucy is so proud of herself, like it's a skill. So I'll get to the end of a bit about recycling and she'll go, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> As if I'm going to go, oh, well done. Oh, that's great. Because there I was having a conversation about how we keep our fucking house in order. And there was you thinking about what you were going to do tomorrow. That's really great. Well done. She does it in the car loads. I'm just off about, like, why would you be in that fucking lane? Why would you just... What do you think that, that other one is for? A spare? And then we'll get to the end and she'll be like... Sorry, oh, what were you saying, man? I can oh, hear. I can hear. Paul, Paul, no, 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 Paul. I can hear it when we're on the phone together. I can hear when you've stopped listening to me and you're just looking at your phone. <laughs> you're see. not the first person who said that. It has to be said. Oh, it's unbelievable. You just you just be chatting to him and then suddenly he'll go like, "Oh, have you seen what? Um, you know, <laughs> whatever this thing on Twitter." Well, you're clearly looking at Twitter instead of listening to me on the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> when it's a thing you've heard before and this is the thing with Lucy like if Lucy came on she would just say John's got like five things and he does them every day <laughs> so I come down in the morning it's the coffee machine and then it's the junk mail we get through the letterbox and he'll do his rant about why is this illegal you know we're cutting down trees so I, I'm, yes. I don't need a fucking with, with sofa you, you. you know I live in a house estate agents we moved house recently we put our house on the market. Every estate agent in a 50-mile radius sends you a fucking letter every day, not an email. They'll put it through your letterbox like they're stalking you. Oh, I see you've had, uh, I see you had three viewings last week. I think I would have got you six. Every one of them, every day. And I wanted to go around to all of them and say, stop writing me letters. I hate you. I'm going to tell other people not to use you. Scumbags. This is my problem. I don't, I have to sort of nod along when people talk about the stereotypes of things. So like estate agents and I'll go, oh God, estate agents, I know, awful, isn't it? I don't know what I'm talking about. What's the problem with an estate agent? They're like posh ticket outs. They've got a slightly... You don't really need them, is the thing. It would be like no. if every, every product in the supermarket had somebody who worked for that company there trying to convince you to buy it. And you were like... I'm here, mate. I need margarine. I want that one there. That's the one I have. People who want a house will walk past and see the house is for sale. They're going to come in. You're going to talk about what it's worth. What you really need is the the lawyers. You need the solicitors who then say, oh, who owns that path there? Or who's responsible for that hedge? The estate is a weird middle ground where they basically just go, oh, that house is for sale. I know the person who can let you in to have a look at it. And then you pay them like five grand. <laughs> so they know they're not really needed. So then they just speak with absolute confidence as if like they're an essential part of the cog when really they know they're going to be obsolete soon. We just won't have them. Well, and also you have the photographer that comes round and they specialise in making your house look bigger than it is. And the photographer yeah. that came round and took the photos of our house left and said, yeah, that'll be on the market next week. You won't recognise it. It's like, well... We've just been to view our house, and when we got there, we're, well, it doesn't look like it does in the pictures, so now what we're going to have to do is be here when people come and view our house and go, well, it's a lot smaller than it looks in the photos. It's like, why don't you make it look like what it looks like? So when people come around and see it, they're not massively disappointed. 
I don't understand people. So Lucy does this. She just look on Right Move at houses, and she'll say that one looks nice. I say, of course it does. It's there's no stuff in it, and you live in our house, which is a shit It's hole. all fucking hidden in the oven. That's what we have to do. <laughs> yeah, I say to her, you don't want to move. You want our house to be tidy. That's John, all you want. John, 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 John. Exact same thing. When people go on a holiday, they go on a holiday and they go, oh, I could live there. I fucking hate this country. I hate being back. Like, yeah, this is where you work. That's not fair. If you had to go <laughs> to work in Greece, you would prefer it here. <laughs> it's not about the holiday. It's about not working and not living in your yeah. shit house in London because it's tiny because it's in London. That's not a fair test, com comparing countries when one is where you live and one is where you don't. That's not a fair well, also, every time you leave your room on ho on holiday, when you come back, someone has fucking exactly. done the room <laughs> and made the duvet yes. a swamp. I'd quite li like living in my house if that was the case. Oh, there's a load of melon at the bottom of the bed. That's what I'm saying, exactly. And a fridge full of vodka. <laughs> We've become obsessed with uh, bargain-loving Brits abroad. Oh, so oh you two, I'm checking it's, out. It's people who've done Go that. On. People who've had a good holiday and moved there, and they're desperately trying to convince themselves it was the right decision. Really, what <laughs> they the things they like about it, they could get. They were like shitloads of booze and being around people who like shitloads of booze. They don't like the heat. Long term, this, there was, there's a woman who sold her house and moved to a caravan, and it's like 40 degrees. And because she's, you know, of an age, she carpeted the whole caravan. And it's like a sweat box. It stinks. She's got a dog that is just sweating in this carpeted caravan. And it's unpleasant. And all they do is things they could do here. So they'll come out of, like, a pub that is literally called the George with a roast dinner in 40 degrees and say to the camera, you can't get that at home. And you go, that's exactly what you can get at home. You can't get tortilla at home and potatoes bravas. That's fucking what I'm eating watching you, you tit. 